Good evening, everybody. It's your host, Monique Palmer. I know I told you guys I would do a podcast yesterday, but I got sidetracked, so I am determined to get it done tonight. Alrighty, guys. I hope you guys had a great Thursday. I had a pretty chill one. I got a lot of studying, a lot of my sermons in today. I've been doing a praying fasting thing. I got like two hours of studying in with my with my um sermons and studying, writing notes and catching up on a few things around the house. I think I told you guys, or maybe I hadn't, but I got word that I will be going back to work on Monday. So I'm uber excited. I'm ready to just finish up my last little couple of days home things I need to get done around the house and just start getting and jumping into like just getting back into the ropes of things. So my insight for tonight is to continue pushing through. Like I know some days we feel like we're on track and then there's some days we're not, but guess what? It's okay. It's totally okay. So my insight today is just to keep pushing through, you know, like we're going to have ups and downs. We're going to have good days that are consistent and we're going to have bad days that are more consistent. But it's life. All right. So back to track what what I said I wanted to do a podcast on. So the other night, I think I told you guys that I happened to run across a really good sermon from um, Bishop Bonner, is which is the guy I was telling you guys you guys about that I talked. I mean, I um, ran across on Facebook, and I'm like stupid, enthused by him, motivated by him. Like I'm always looking on his page to see what's new each day. Um, and just really like his motivational speeches and his sermons. So I've kind of felt to him lately and, you know, add that to a part of my worship and my um, daily bread, you know, when I'm going over my stuff. Um, also, wait, the topic. Okay. Yeah. So the topic was about, so I wanted to get more into it. Here it is. God never intended for success to be a satisfier. Okay, I think that was the one that said that stuck out to me the most, and I really wanted to talk more about that because I think I kind of brushed on how in the past when I'm home and not working for whatever reason it may may be for work, um, medical, having a baby, whatever in the past, that it's always been a situation where I thought I had to sit in so much of my thoughts and my emotions, and I wasn't ready for that, and I hadn't did that soul searching, and I hadn't dealt with grief and you know, it was just really hard, but I realized this time it was much needed because I was just so weary and stressed and mind boggled. You know, I remember like it was yesterday that I felt that when I was at work, I just couldn't focus. You know, it was just a lot going on in my brain. So it was like God sent, not that I hurt myself, but God sent that, you know, my doctor took me out on medical leave and um, I was able to you know, be home and not be so anxious and so depressed. Like, not saying that I wasn't depressed. I had my moments, but it wasn't like how it used to be. Like, you know, just every day, just this struggle to get out of bed every single day. It wasn't that every day. Um, Some days I actually was happy to get out of bed and I was happy to be home and happy to drop the kids and come back and clean their rooms and just do mommy house stuff, you know, just to kind of detach from work and detach from kids and detach from mom, wife, whatever, you know, just to get a breather. Um, but I did find myself after a couple weeks getting antsy and weary and anxious and saying, okay, I'm ready to get back to routine because I wasn't liking the silence, you know, like with my brain and my history, I think I told you guys the depression and things I've dealt with, like 
being that I never did a lot of soul searching, I just feel like that's an uncomfortable state for me to sit in my grief, to sit in my thoughts, to sit in my feelings. And it's feelings is something that I don't normally do, you know, and being that since I lost my dad, I hadn't been really like grieving like I should. But I think that when I'm still and I haven't forced to do it, it speaks louder. So with that being said, it just, this time I had to admit that I kind of can resonate with the true meaning, which not saying I didn't know this because I always felt this urge that every time that I was set home for some reason, whatever reason it was in my life, that God was trying to work on me with something, but I was very, very rebellious and not wanting to do it and fighting him on it. But this time I didn't, I really didn't. And um, I sat in it and I dealt with it and I started doing the self book, self uh, teaching books, uh, researching, um, building my education with my work stuff, uh, building my profession and, and skills and just feeding myself like a sponge with so much stuff to help me internally, physically, externally, all that. And it really spoke volumes that, man, all this time God's been telling me. You working and bringing, you know, or or feeling like you are only somebody just by working somewhere is not what you're here for. That's not your worthiness. That doesn't define you. And for the longest, I kind of knew it, but I just never sat and said it and actually said, that's really true. Like I never dodged it. You know, I never not dodged it. So this time when I, when I heard that yesterday, it sat with me and I pondered on it and I prayed on it. And I was like, you know what? I, I get it now, God. I get it. You're right. I'm not just a mom before. I'm not just an awful wife. I'm not just a broken child of all kind of crap she's been through. I'm not just, um, you know, a mentally ill, depressed woman, middle-aged woman. I'm not broken up person that's always dealing with pain and young and have the body of an 80 year old like not as ugly internally externally as I think like I just started gaining all these words that meant so much and now they finally can sit with me and I can feel them you know and it felt really good and I it made me feel that I'm actually starting to do the work, like not saying, let me not say that I'm actually starting to feel the works of what I've been doing, you know, with coming to you guys on this platform and talking about it and, you know, giving, being vulnerable with you guys and, and being that platform for others in a way to help them in for you guys to help me. Um, it means more with these trials and things that I'm going through that are changing me, you know, these past couple days, weeks, whatever. So I just wanted that to be brought out in the world and expressed so that I can move forward with my progression of building myself to be a better mom, better wife, better person, better person that deals with emotions and all that, you know, because I'm, I'm one that was raised to always bottle it up and not deal with it. But now I'm becoming this person that's actually able to feel things when it happens and get over it instead of holding it like death within my body, you know, because <laughs> um, holding on to things sometimes is really what weighs us down mentally and emotionally. We don't notice it because it's just, you know, 
our reflex of what we do and how we were raised. Like, you don't cry. You don't this. You, you just move forward. You keep pushing. You, you thug it out, you know. But sometimes you got to let that shit out. You got to release it some kind of way. <sighs> so I'm off my soapbox with that that one word, which was God never intended for success to be a satisfier. And then when after he said that, he said, that is why successful people get bored. And that did it for me because it's like, like I said, the times that I would know and sense, okay, he's trying to do something within me right now. And I was rebellious, like, uh, no, I'm not ready, not ready. But then that's when I got bored with being still, right? So when I got bored with being still, I mask it and I went on back to getting busy to, to cover up all those wounds and all those uh, scars. But that wasn't the way to fix it or to build me to be a better person. So now that I'm in that place to where I can look at it, look at it face forward, fight through it, get over it and say, you know what? Let me get over, get it over with now to just move forward instead of holding on to it. Another thing he says, um, God gives it, God gives it to us. He's talking about the success. Um, he gives it to us as a platform for credibility to do his kingdom work. And then he, and also to empower others to do their kingdom work. So most of the time it's just for us to not only be better people for or a better person for ourselves is to be a better person to do his will within other people. So it's really not always about us. Um, it's, and it's always about being that vessel for him. Um, it says change screams for clarity. Clarity is based on understanding. Understanding is the result of clear communication and learning. So when you don't know who you are, you're pl- you pleasure your, your flesh. Right? When we're fighting who we really are internally, externally, and, and just as, as ourselves... Um, still kind of doing a, a lot of soul searching, we're more prone to feed the flesh and the feelings and the emotions rather than what is really important within our souls, right? The things that feel good is mainly what we want because it's easier, not the stuff that's hard, you have to push through and all that crap. Um, purpose gives us clarity of, of the why. I think I talked about that a little bit too. And then learning is a gift when pain is the teacher. I like that one. So if you if it's painful, you're learning something and you're about to receive some major blessings and like your life's about to change. So like it's around the corner. It may seem like it's far away. It may seem like it's never going to come, but you're getting there. Um, we don't have to want to do things right, but we shall do it until unto the Lord. Um, we can't have conversation with fear, anxiety, or pain because we are in control and we can guard our hearts of these things. We want to alleviate that feeling. So like when you're feeling fear, anxiety, pain, hopelessness, when you have conversations with those things and you feed into that, you're only going to make it bigger, right? So in order to alleviate that and to not give it the time of day, it's to ignore it. And, you know, I'm learning that within my marriage. Like sometimes I realize, you know, we feed, you know, when you're living with somebody, not just your spouse, even if you have like a family member or friend you're living with, your energy feeds off of one another. So you notice that when you come in with a bad mood, it rubs off on that person you're around when you're talking to them or whatever. It's the same with 
you're feeling. So if you feel this fear and you give it attention and you mingle with it, you're only going to feel more of it. So don't give it the time of day. You know, so sometimes I know my husband is flustered or my kids are flustered. I don't give them the energy. I say, you know what? Look, I know you're feeling sad. I know you got something going on. Let's either talk about it or you just go be in your room, have your emotions and come back and talk to mama when you can talk about it. You know, or with my husband, sorry, you had a bad day. I'm in a Zen mood. I'm here when you want to talk. But until then, I'm really not feeling your vibe right now. So I'm going to just stay in my happy bubble. And you just have to be receptive of that, you know, and sometimes that other person isn't. But that's another part about what we talked about yesterday is accepting, being able to agree to disagree. Because, again, it's not fair for us to want a person to always be in that same season or in that same feeling that they're in, you know, because that might not be the best place for you. But that might be where they need to be to, to better themselves or to get to where they need to go. But you just accept them for where they are. Pray for them and move forward. You don't have to always be in that emotional state or that realm that they're in with them all the time. Being on the side cheering them home is one thing. But getting in that bubble with them is not always the best thing. All right. Well, that's all I have for today or tonight. Hope you guys have a great night. Tomorrow is Friday. Here in Louisiana, we're supposed to be having some really bad weather, so I'm not sure what the weekend brings, but I know I'm probably going to be bottled up in my house, under the covers, enjoying my last weekend without having to, um, with, without being home and I can get back to my routine and go back to work. So I'm going to get a few things done around the house and just kind of relax. <sighs> Excuse me. So if you guys have a great Friday, great weekend, and I will talk to you guys soon. Love you. Okay, bye.